Greetings and welcome to Powcast. I'm your host, Steve Holden. Today appears to be a joyous day as my associate Frankie seems to be running late. Unfortunately, he had my coffee. Doubly unfortunate, our guest seems to be running late as well. Ironic, as our guest this week is the quickest man himself. You guessed it, Quentin Manford, better known by his alias, Quickie Man. Now, my honored acquaintances, I am very excited for this episode. I have compiled a long list of questions that I think will lead to some insightful conversation with one of the more eccentric alphas. Woo! Oh, just made it. What did I miss? <laughs> Get it? Like the musical? Wait, isn't Frankie supposed to be here? Oh, I love that guy. Just be a quickie. Kerchow! Lightning McQueer says that. <laughs> well, with that, let's hear from our... Got him! <gasps> I feel like a tornado just violated me. And I liked it. That's weird. Everyone says the exact same thing. You know, last week when I saved a bunch of these kids? Please, Mr. Quick, before we get into that, how about we take some calls? Oh, yeah, gotcha. Let's do that. Oh, no, 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 I want to hear it. Come on, we have fucking Quickie Man here. I like your enthusiasm, my man. Let's go. Can I just say how much of an honor it is to finally get to talk to you? It's an honor to talk to you, Fabergini. I'm a huge fan of yours. This is so surreal, having you even talk to me. Just look at you. Are those lightning bolts on your pants? Oh, yeah, dog. You like? I had to make it so I could put my Power Rangers keychain on it, and also the bolts accentuate my fat car. Whoa! I have the exact same Power Rangers keychain! Hell yeah, man! Tyrannosaurus! I mean, we all know Red Rangers are the best ones, right? Fuck yeah, dude. Which one's your favorite? Gentlemen, if you excuse us, please. We have precious airtime that should not be wasted. Frankie, quickie man, we... Ah, oh, Christ, I'm afraid I have to take this call. My deepest apologies, Mr. Manford. Frankie, entertain them. Go for Holden. Wow, that dude's wound up tight. Yeah, I mean, it's not always bad. He takes me out to lunch sometimes when we're doing show notes, but he kind of just rambles on and has me write out his inner monologue. Hmm. <laughs> oh, he needs some pussy. <laughs> yeah, sure, you could say that. I don't think he's done that much dating since the invasion, though. Oh, I've seen cases like this one before. Believe you me, you me, buckaroo. All he needs is one good night. That's the problem nowadays. You can't just be chill. It's all gonna be some guys in suits and ties with belts and fries telling you what to do, how to be, which plants you can and can't consume. TBH, that's why people are so fucking divided. Like, when you put it simply, it's just like, don't be a dick, man! Right? Jesus! That's what I've been saying. Like, how hard is it to just say, I think a bit differently, but I respect what you're saying, man. Damn. I don't know if it's the Olympic team's worth of horse steroids running through me, but I think you're a pretty rad dude, my guy. Really? I don't think anyone's ever told me that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my apologies. I hope Frankie has not bored you too much. Now, Frankie, prep the phones. Let's take some calls. Uh, hey, is, uh, Quickie Man there? Uh, yeah, sorry, I was just talking to him. He's right. Holy shit, John, hey, man, I've been meaning to call you! That's on me, man. I'll take my daily three. Oh, yeah, yeah, dog, you got it. Just meet me at the place at six with the dough. Just be a Quickie! <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Whew! 
Nothing like a good cocaine sale to start off the day. I'm sorry, um, a what sale? You know, they say if you butt-snort it, it really gives you- And that was our first caller! Frankie, next caller, now. This is the Palcast, you're on the air. Quentin. Quentin, is that you? Quentin, you son of a- Kylie, oh, good god. It's so good to hear your beautiful voice again. Oh, now you remember me. Who is this? Of course, I remember you, Buggy Wuggy. I couldn't forget your beautiful hair like a chocolate waterfall during dawn on a planet made of gold. Your gorgeous eyes like a bottomless well full of honey. Your bodacious and weighty dump truck of an ass. And we're done with that. Okay. Really? Now. Why'd you do that? Don't worry about it. Next. You're on the air with the Powcast. Hey, I had a question for Quickie Man. Uh, I'm kind of really shy, and I'm not really uh, conventionally attractive. And well, your moves are weak. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, uh, no problemo, my protégéo. Let me give you some tips. A little mano e mano. That's French for fantastique fucking advice. I So boom, check it. Every time I score, I've always had three syllables with me. Let me tell you three syllables. G-H-B. You, you drug them? What? No, I, I drug myself. <laughs> Once I do that, I'm all nice and loose and receptive. Really in touch with my emotions, you know? I cry really easily. Once when I was on G-H-B, I cried because I saw a dog. It, it wasn't dead or anything. It was just sitting there. Being all cute and shit that I just couldn't handle myself. I'm sorry. Anyways, that's how you get chicks. Oh yeah, how old are you? Twelve. Hey, quickie bitch, I know you're there. Yes, hello miss. Is there anything you want to ask our guest? Let me just ask this. Number one, how dare you? Number two, you told me we were moving to Cabo, you dick! Dude, another one? And we'd be there, Sugar Bee, if everything went according to plan. Fuck you, Quentin! (laughs) Wrong numbers, am I right? (laughs) Sounds more like you're dealing with a case of Barney Stinson syndrome, but okay. Absolutely fire, names aside. I don't know, I guess I just can't help myself. Whenever I see that special sweet someone, I just get... Trapped in the way they smell and the way their hair glistens and how hard it makes my throbbing cock. Mr. Manford, we have literal children listening right now. Guess that's why they call you Crookie Man, am I right? I don't get it. Moving on. Seems like we only have time for one more caller. You're on the Powcast. For the love of God, do you have an actual question for our guest, Quickie Man? <laughs> oh, God, God. Yeah, I want to know if he knows what a pathetic, cowardly bitch he is running away from his children. (laughs) And we're done. Thank you. Mr. Manford, before we derail this interview any further, let's do our due vigilance. Out of all the superpowered vigilantes roaming the streets today, you seem to be the most, well, 
capricious, for lack of a better term. Do you have some sort of mission statement, as all the others do? Oh, that all started when I was in the womb. You see, Stevie... Don't call me that. Oh, wait, you have a nickname? My mama always told me I was destined for greatness. When she wasn't busy shoving pills down her throat, you know. You see, she had a bit of a drug problem, as one might call it. The problem, of course, came from her freakish strength powers. Like, she was like stronger than an elephant on cocaine. And that was before she did cocaine. After she started doing cocaine, she was like, fucking two elephants on cocaine! God damn, I want some cocaine! Is he doing coke? Producers won't like that. I think at this point we shouldn't stop him. Shouldn't or can't. Anyways, her increased resistance let her do crazy shit. She could have snorted Escobar into poverty, like Mexican cartel levels of drugs. She could have been an entire season of Narcos. If drugs were pedophiles, she'd be Chris Hansen. Anyways, this wouldn't have been a problem, except for the fact that I was in her fucking stomach. Sheesh. I guess this isn't a family show today. Should we have a content warning, Steve? Content warnings are what's wrong with this generation. The kids should know what their idols are really like. Ooh. Anyways, the drugs and alcohol fucked with me a little bit where all the amniotic fluids went to my legs. That's why you have cankles! <gasps> Rude! Mr. Manford, for the sake of time, could could you please wrap this up? How does this lead you to receiving the ability to run at supersonic velocities? Oh, that's simple. One night, my college improv troupe, Putin on the Ritz, <laughs> which, yes, I know, is unfortunate these days. But it was the early 2000s. We've done crazier shit. Anyways, one night, we were performing a show, and then, boom! Lightning crashed into the stage, and I was struck. Ever since then, I have always been able to do cool shit like this. Oh, God, I'm starving. Isn't that my lunch? Half of it. The other half are shrooms. Oh, I forgot my drink. Just need a little this and that and a... Is that a blender? How did you get a blender in here? Oh, sweet some juice! <laughs> Smoothie, everyone? I don't think either of us would want to- Ooh, what's in it? For the love of- 37 different kinds of heroin. <laughs> Talk about a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Uh, tail. So you've been fighting crime ever since you were born. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, sounds to me like an inconsiderate, drugged-up college dropout has been terrorizing the city for a decade. Oh, Stevie. Or Mr. Holden, or Holds, or S-Man, or whatever I call you. You know what? S-Man's got kind of a ring to it. Stevie, I don't just do coke. I've dabbled in heroin, weed, various pills, and ironically enough, Speed. I'm sorry, what? You tried all of those? You know you could go to jail for that, right? Uh, of course not. I'm a hero. What kind of example would that be setting? I actually do all of that shit before breakfast. The cops love me for it. I think it helps them, as they say, curb the city's drug problem or something. Can you tell us about how this drug problem has affected your recent life regarding the increasingly vast amount of women suing you? Oh, that? 
total downer, dude. But, uh, yeah, that's because I'm not paying child support. Wait, so you've had children with uh, how many women, Frankie? Uh, 117. Oh, no, one. 148, uh, 117, oh, no, First of all, let the kid do what he wants to do. Second, that little old site is just a counter for the ladies I've impregnated. Nothing sexual. Jesus, the numbers are climbing as we speak. 219, 230, 290? No offense, man, but have you ever heard the phrase, keep it in your pants? Uh, Frankie, we don't use that kind of potentially offensive language on the air. What? Pants? We're moving on. So, it seems as if you have had uh, an eventful sexual history. How could you have found the time to impregnate all these women when you are supposed to be fighting crime? <laughs> I don't find the time. I make the time. See, when you're as fast as me, you have certain heightened needs that need to be met. Billions of calories per day. Thousands of gallons of water per day. And those little Fitbit things just straight up tell me, fuck you. Not to mention that it gets pretty lonely when you have no one to run next to. So I have turned to the only true source for young depressed millennials in need of human contact. Tinder! Tinder. You know... We can get some of that yum yum, give me some that every fella needs. <laughs> right, guys? Up top. Air five. I think I need an ear scrub after this. Oh, I can do that for you. Just let me... I think I'll take a pass on that. Thank you very much. In terms of how this affects your crime fighting, how... Did... Wait, I'm kind of having trouble comprehending this. So, do you get every woman pregnant, or is this just a small percentage of all the women that you've slept Frankie. I've actually never thought about that. I literally take every single precaution. I, I put on protection, they're all on birth control, I pull out, paint the ceiling, and it still fucking happens. Later they call me and they tell me, Oh, you asshole, I'm pregnant! And I, I don't know why! You know, this is kind of stressing me out. Do you mind if I pop some zannies? Can I stop you? <laughs> nope. You can face through walls, right? Oh, hell yeah. Have you ever tried it? It is so much fun, ma'am. Well, do you think it could be as simple as your sperm is vibrating so fast that it phases through the condom? Why do we always end up talking about penises on this show? It's what the people want, Steve. Compelling journalism. Yeah, man, I'm compelling journalism. <laughs> Honestly, the way this generation talks about sex is reprehensible. Taboos are fake and weird, man. Just like time. Like this one time, I was at a Disneyland park, and I was having the time of my life. See, time. I got a fast pass, more time, and then I went in line for the Matterhorn. Absolutely. A time-consuming activity. My time ticket, time ticket, my fast pass ticket, it was not for the time that I was waiting in line. So I was wasting so much time, but at the end of the day, someone used that fast pass ticket, and they made up for the time that was lost. And all the time that I was in line was time that it took away from me being able to go to the Disneyland Funtown bathrooms where I really wanted to take a fat steamy dump because I don't know if you've ever been to the bathrooms there but they're clean as fuck so you know what ended up happening I had to sprint over but guess what the, the Disneyland chicken leg the chicken leg that they serve 
fucking Disneyland. It had something in it that didn't mess around with my belly well, so I had the fucking shits. And you know what the worst thing to have when you're at Disneyland is? The shits. Because when you're walking around, it kind of seeps down your leg. Now, the one thing about these super suits is that while they're very sleek, they are not very succulent when it comes to the waters. They don't suck it up. So I was running from this one line at Matterhorn trying to get all the way to the Toontown bathroom and the entire time I'm just feeling seeping, seeping liquids going down my leg and it makes a little trail. And so the Disneyland staff, they're being all polite. They're like, oh, I can't bend over to pick up trash, but what's this line of shit in the ground? I apologize. It was shit. I know I was really building up suspense as to what this fluid was. It was shit. I was shitting myself. I'm not afraid to acknowledge this. I have overcome this trauma. I've talked about it with my therapist and I am okay with this situation. Back to the story. I'm shitting myself on the way to the bathrooms and there's this entire line of shit that's following me and all of the Disneyland staff are like, oh no, we gotta clean it up. So in every fucking land, Futureland, Adventureland, I got lost and went back to Main Street. They're trailing me around with fucking mops and brooms and they almost brought out the SWAT team because they couldn't figure out where I was because I was going too fast and I did not know where I was going. Eventually, I found the train and and I was thinking to myself, oh, I could just ride the train. I'd ride the train to Toontown because it goes to Toontown. But I didn't want to wait because the train was going to take time to get there. Time that I didn't have. Time that I needed to go to the Toontown bathrooms. So I just ran along the track, made it to the Toontown bathrooms, and finally got to sit down in the toilet. But by the time I was there, I was out. I had used up all my shit. And I didn't get to enjoy it the way I wanted to. But, I don't know. As you can see, our bodily functions aren't weird. We, we all do them. I don't know about that. I haven't impregnated hundreds of women. Oh, bro. Low blow, bro. Low bro. Blow. <laughs> oh. Quickie man, what do you have to say about this whole situation? Because what it seems like to me is that you've been avoiding taking any action for yourself. Almost like you're running from it. No, mi hombre. I've got it all swag. All I'm going to do is go on a quick run to Sweden and have a little vacation to relax, do some oxy, and then come back and get to it when I get to it. It's like, what else am I going to do? Marry all of them? No one does it after they get married. I could never do that. Have a wife telling me what to do, what drugs to not take, etc. Or, or take care of a little shit kid or whatever, you know? You know you have kids, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. I gotta stop doing that. Have you ever tried, I don't know, taking responsibility for your actions? Uh, or oh, You're a genius! Many thanks to our guest, Quickie Man. Stay tuned, listeners. We'll be right back after this brief message. <laughs> Frankie! Uh, wrong clip! Oh shit, not again! Frankie, you do this every day! Are you Jewish? Are you frustrated by your lack of options when it comes to removing yours or your child's foreskin? Come on down to unorthodox circumcisions where you can take your gentile penile and slice yourself into sanctity with style. For our spring catalog, we have the hoodie, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Though when you're sharing a gummy worm but there's no cutting utensil around, so you both take one end and pull, but one of you is pulling harder than the other guy, so one half is all long and stretched out and your half has the other guy's fingerprints all over it, and a family favorite, the Rick Moranis. Unorthodox circumcisions. Enter code half off for half off your half off.
quite an unusual interview today, even by our standards. Yeah, that uh, that that didn't go as well as I hoped. It was a rather strange turn of conversation. This week, dear audience, we saw into the heart of the super problem. Men and women with no sense of responsibility being handed the ultimate responsibility. Well, he, um, he isn't all I cracked him up to be. Uh, but, but, but I, but I guess if you think about it, he is not that bad. Uh, at least he still helps people. Hey, didn't you say he was your favorite? Is that what this is about? Your blind adoration? No, Steve. Ah, uh, shit. Just, okay, think about it for just one minute, okay? He, he doesn't have the invulnerability of superior man or, 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 or the raw skills of, of caveman, but he is still, he's still out there every day, right? I mean, you, you heard what he said. He has technically, Curved an entire city's drug problem, right? And he's still he's still saving people with the independent squad. Yeah, he's not. He's not the best example. He's not. But but the city is still objectively safer with with him in it, regardless of his methods. Yes, and I believe his hundreds of liaisons would definitely agree with you, as with the hundreds of children being raised by single mothers suffering financial harm. Okay, I'm I'm not. Well, thank you for listening to this week's installment of Palcast. Don't forget to keep following us here at NPC Live every week for more news and interviews with the super community that you don't see. I'm Steve Holden. <sighs> I'm Frankie. And to all a good night, stay vigilant, listeners.